Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, it is official, by the way. The Eagles will be benching Jalen Hurts, not because he's bad, but because he's injured with a sprained right shoulder. Gardner Minshew is going to get the start. In his career, 63% passer, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Ironically enough, I went back to see the last time he started a game. It was the last week of the season last year. He started a game against the Cowboys. Same team that he's going up against this week. Minshew went 19 of 33, 186 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. They lost 51 to 26. I remember that in that game. Cedric Wilson had a big game. I think, if I my memory serves me correctly, mm, I don't know. I don't have it all up in front of me Some, anymore. Somebody on the Cowboys had a big game. That sounds right, though. The uh, the Cowboys still had seating to play for at that point. The Eagles were resting their starters. That's why Jalen Hurts didn't play in that game. So it wasn't just that it was Gardner Minshew out there. It was also Gardner Minshew and other backups along the uh, the Eagles roster. So I don't think that we can properly judge what he looked like there. The last time that Minshew started in a game where the Eagles weren't resting guys, Philly beat the Jets. This was in the middle of last season, 33-18. to The Eagles scored uh, on their first seven drives in that game. And he went 20 of 25 for 242 and two touchdowns. Mm. I remember this vividly, and I couldn't find this out there, but he started, if I remember correctly, he started the game completing like 15 passes in a row. And his stat line, would, when I saw that, I was like, I think I remember that game. I think I remember Scott Hansen detailing that on the Red Zone channel, that Gardner Minshew hasn't thrown an incomplete pass, maybe for the entirety of the first half. So he was incredibly efficient. The Jets were terrible last year. Big part so of it. That is definitely part of it, and the Cowboys are far from that. But I do think that this this does properly illustrate that Gardner Minshew, while he's not Jalen Hurts, is not that big of a drop-off. He's a really good backup quarterback. I say it's a huge drop-off from Jalen Hurts, but as far as backup quarterbacks go, you could do a lot worse than Gardner Minshew. It's just when I think about that read option, I don't know if there's anyone doing it better in football right now than the way Jalen Hurts. He's been magnificent in decision-making, selling it, running himself, staying healthy until now, and then getting the ball to A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith has been just almost iconic. And, And Dallas Goddard coming back. So they still have plenty to work with. I just, you know, it's still in my mind that, I'm not worried about Gardner Minshew holding it on a RP on a RPO. Uh, no, definitely not. I mean, it changes the dynamics of their offense. I do think they're good enough on the outsides to kind of get away with that. When I say he's not that big of a drop off, what I'm saying specifically is in a one game situation. It, now, if you took the body, the sample size of Gardner Minshew as the starting quarterback for the entire season, I think that's when the warts and the difference between Gardner Minshew and Jalen Hurts would really reveal itself. But can they get by in one game 
uh, or two with Gardner Minshew? I think the answer is absolutely yes. Well, getting by against last year's Jets versus this year's Cowboys, who are going to be pretty upset, I think, if they have any sort of competitive spirit about them after the way the last couple weeks have gone. Just a flat performance against the Texans, which they were lucky to get out alive with, and then they did blow it against the Jags. And kind of the talk of, you know, I mean, you're the Cowboys, you're always going to be the talk of, sports around the country but they were you know people have thrown a lot of shade their way i think they're going to play their best game and i'm just not sure if i'm comfortable with minch i mean the eagles can lose and be fine too that's another thing you always have to think about the desperation factor and to me it's dallas i thought dallas was going to come out inspired last week against jacksonville well, they did. and they did and then they, until they weren't and uh this team has just not looked the same they're not as impressive as they were. They went through this run where it looked like they had one of the best defenses in the NFL. You don't have one of the best defenses in the NFL and give up 40 points. That's the, And that mean, has to be their identity because of the talent they have. It's basically been since Micah Parsons made comments about Hurts not being the MVP. And they've cho- chosen to overlook the next two teams they've played. So they had th- they've had this game circled. Yeah. And if anything, maybe they'll be a little disappointed that they're not getting hurts. I think. I think so. That could be a letdown for them yeah, too. That's def- another narrative. Defense wanted to test themselves a second time against Hurts because they were dominated in the Cooper Rush start in Philadelphia, but they did get back in that game. The Eagles' offense kind of shut down and then made a few conversions to to salt that game away. But uh, the Cowboys definitely wanted another shot at Hurts and. Uh, I still think they'll be ready swinging because there's enough people who still believe in the Eagles. Perhaps a tease for tomorrow. Stone Cold Locks of the Week. This game might just be on the list. think you have an idea of where I may end up on that. So, Pro Bowl starters have been announced. Now, when I say Pro Bowl, this is not the actual Pro Bowl because nobody's going to play in the game because now it's like uh, the Fan Fest, yeah. which is what it should be. Because the Pro Bowl, I think we all agree, is pretty pretty lame. But still, pro, this is the best part of it to me, is the announcement of the players that are Pro Bowlers. And one of the things that I like about this is that you, you can't really, I guess you can't really opt out when you don't have to play in a game. So the list is the list. We're not going to get this, you know, when Mac Jones was a Pro Bowler last year because he was like the fifth guy on the list that would actually yeah. show up to the event. That's not an actual Pro Bowler. So this... I think legitimizes the names that are out there. For the AFC, the quarterbacks are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. No shock there. Um, Tua was not on the final Pro Bowl list. However, he did receive the most votes from fans. Wow. So you got to give the fans what they want. You know, I'm not here saying that two, that two is better than those three guys. So, what does the fan vote have to do with anything? It's way, that... it's it's part of the voting process, but it's not the entirety of the voting uh-huh. process. But apparently, uh, it doesn't, like that. apparently, it doesn't mean that much. It says Pro Bowl teams are determined by combining votes from three groups: fans, players, and coaches. So, if he didn't make it, that must mean that none of the players were voting for him and none of the coaches were. But the fans love him, and I think that this shows why he's such a polarizing figure. I mean, you can't put him over the three other names you just mentioned. I mean, those guys are all world. I'm I'm a a fan of Tua, but not nearly to the level of those guys. Yeah, at tight end, Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews could probably come up with another tight end. Mark Andrews has not been that impressive this year. Well, he started out good and then the Ravens just kind of died and he had dealt with some injuries so 
Uh, not his best season, but there aren't a lot of big time tight ends. In this football. is true. I'm trying to roll through the list real quick. Yeah, in the AFC Greg, too. Greg Dulcich. <laughs> I mean, that's where we're looking at. <laughs> okay, maybe Mark Andrews is a Pro Bowl. CJ Uzoma or uh, uh, Conklin. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of got River Craycraft. Isn't he a tight end? <laughs> sure. Yeah, David Njoku has been playing Njoku, like, a, yeah, like a Pro Bowler. He, he could be in there. But wide receiver, they have Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs, Devonte Adams, and Jamar Chase. That sounds about right to me. Yes. A running back, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry. I've got a problem with that list. What's your problem there? I don't know who I want to knock off. I just know that Austin Eckler should be a pro bowler. He has been a do-it-all type of player for the Chargers. He's been everything. I think I'd put him ahead of mm, Josh Jacobs. has been awesome. Oh, you can't put him ahead of him. Nick, I'd put him ahead of Nick Chubb. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm taking Nick Chubb on my team all day, every day over Austin Eckler. But Eckler, with all due respect, is good and multi-purposed multifaceted, you know, yeah. catch a lot of passes. And the Chargers also, their social media team, put up a great like Pro Bowl vote for Eckler campaign. It was really well done. It was done like a, a political advertisement. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it didn't work. That sucks. Yeah. How about this sad list of quarterbacks for the NFC? Jalen Hurts, great. Okay, could win the MVP. Sharp drop-off from there. Geno Smith. Geno. Kirk Cousins. Cousins has been balling okay, this let's year, stat-wise. Let's compare the quarterbacks here. AFC, Mahomes, Allen, Burrow. NFC, Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins. That's hilarious. I mean, it really, we couldn't come up with it. Can we put Tua on the NFC side? I know, right? Well, if it was like the NBA All-Star game where everybody's just two guys drafting everybody, that would make more sense. I mean, the fact that Brady's not on that list is laughable. Brady hasn't really deserved no, it. I mean, it's laughable that like he hasn't earned it. You know, I know. Because, I don't, I'm not saying he should be ahead of those guys. It's just crazy that he's not. He's had such a bad year that he can't usurp Kirk Cousins. I know, or even like Dak Prescott, which I'm not his biggest fan, but I still, in in ultimate regard, probably hold him higher than Kirk Cousins or, or in that category. Or Geno, yeah. Well, I mean, Geno has been the the theme with the Seahawks. Like they've well well overachieved. I thought yeah. they were going to go one and sixteen. I, I really actually did. think so. Brady comes to mind just because of his name value, and he is up there still in passing yards. Uh, he just uh, he doesn't feel like a Pro Bowler to me this year. I think the biggest name that's not on that list is Jared Goff. I think he's Jared, played like a Pro Bowler this year. Jared Goff is one of the best QBs in the NFC this year. It's crazy to say out loud. But it's true. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, a lot of the stuff around him hasn't worked. I would still... I forgot about him. I forgot about Rodgers. Yeah, Roger. Oh, Justin Fields. Why isn't Justin Fields Justin, on there? Oh, I, I think they should have him there just for the kids, you know? For the kids? It's for the kids. I mean, he's balled out. He's doing historic things rushing the ball. Uh, Brock Purdy we've only gotten a couple weeks of. Kyler Murray's out. Daniel Jones. The fact Jones. that Brock Purdy's even in that discussion just shows how weak quarterback is in the NFC. Oh, I know. Anyone can come out of the NFC. Yeah. Uh, tight end, George Kittle and TJ Hawkinson. I'm all right with that. Uh, yeah. Wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, A.J. Brown, C.D. Lamb, and Terry McLaurin. I do have an issue with this. I, I would lop off Terry McLaurin. Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, yeah. Is, uh, that's a pro bowler. That He's is been phenomenal almost every week this season. How is he not on this list? Seriously, and I like Terry McLaurin. He's a blue-collar wide receiver. He's tough. He's a leader in the locker room. Yeah, he's sort of one of those wide receivers where you can't even just look at the stats, but 
wide receiver is kind of a position where you do yeah. look at the stats, and uh, that is crazy. I mean, yeah, Lave got off to a good start. He tapered off. Who else am I thinking about? Uh, Cooper Cup, if healthy, would certainly be locked yeah. into there. Debo, not healthy. Ayuk's been pretty good. I mean, yeah, his stats are, aren't aren't probably aren't up there, but I, I hold him in high regards. DK yeah, Metcalf's been pretty yeah, good. Yeah, DK or Lockett. Yeah, somebody else instead of McLaurin. Yeah, I don't like the McLaurin option, but I'm gonna Ross St. Brown. That that's not good. We have one more bit of high crime with the NFC Pro Bowlers. At running back, Saquon Barkley, no issue there. Tony Pollard, I love Tony Pollard. Not so sure he's a pro bowler, uh, but he's, he's been, been pretty. Yeah, he's a home run hitter this he's year. He's been really good. Miles Sanders with the uh, Eagles has been excellent as well. Besides last week. Yeah. Okay, but we're obviously missing a name here. Come on. Seriously. Uh, we all know who it is. Uh, I'm trying to think it's fast. my boy, Christian McCaffrey. Oh, what so, are we know, doing? What are we doing? I... I'm happy for football fans, for you, for the Niners. Like, CMC and it, with the 49ers, like, his career is not wasting away, and that's just a really good thing. He's perfect for what oh, they do. They get every, perfect. They, they get every last ounce of, like, what he can do in that offense. It's good for the game and him. High crime that he's not on this list. That is high crime. How How is he not? But who do you take off? Because Pollard's had a great year. I would take Miles Pollard Sanders. Off him, probably. Or, or Miles Sanders. I think I would take Tony Pollard off. I mean, Tony Pollard is still sharing a backfield. He is, but he's been effective in that shared backfield, as has Zeke. You can't, you can't really fault them, mm-hmm. but I'm putting CMC over either one. And I mean, Saquon finally had a decent game against Washington. I almost called him the Skins. <laughs> he, had, he had pulled off a couple nice juke moves, too. You know, Tread's kind of falling off the tire, but based on his entire body of work, yeah, Saquon's deserved. All right, text in any other high crimes you see in the uh, Pro Bowl list. NFL free game in Week 16 picked from us after this. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.